What do Pink and Seal have in common? They worked for McDonald's. What does Jay Leno, Farwell Williams, and Amazon founder Jeff Bezos have in common? They made McDonald's work for them. Welcome to the Money and Coffee Show, where we discuss different topics on how to live financially healthy. If we can live financially healthy, so can you. My name is Melvin. And this is Pedro. And in this episode, we're going to tell you some tips on how to make McDonald's work for you. There are two ways of approaching a job like McDonald's to make it work for you. Number one is it's either a golden land of career opportunities or a stepping stone that better prepares you for your next career. Now, number one, I want to jump straight into it is uh, scholarships. A lot of people, when they think about jobs like McDonald's or any fast food restaurants, they overlook the opportunity of scholarships that will you know, better prepare you for your career. When you go to school, it's like, you know, you're getting free money, essentially. And uh, I know that there are four national RHMC, uh, these are scholarships available, and recipients receive $100,000 paid out over four years. And these are available to employees. I know that Burger King, uh, has some scholarships like this. You know, my favorite redheaded cook, Wendy's, has scholarships like this. And any teacher will write your recommendation letter, uh, even the ones that don't like you, you know, because a lot of them ask for recommendation letters from your current teachers and, and things of that nature and or someone important in your life to write a letter of recommendation for you. And really, essentially, they just ask for you to write an essay. Some of them have um, requirements like, uh, African-American ethnicity uh, or, or anything Hispanic, Hispanic, you know. And so these are the, some of the requirements and they're pretty basic. And the chances of, of getting a scholarship are not bad, yeah, not bad not. at all. Because from personal experience, I know from when I worked for Walmart, I got a scholarship and they were paying for my classes. And it was great because it was like you give yourself a raise yeah because you're not paying for it out of pocket you're not taking a loan on this this is free, free money free money and it's an amazing opportunity to like i said before to put you in position for your next career and to get that education that would otherwise cost you uh, your paycheck yeah and it's so simple to apply for all you got to do is like a form get a recommendation letter and then write an essay that's it that's that's it. Yeah. So the other thing they could do is is to make McDonald's work for you is insurance and 401k programs. Um, when you turn 21, you can apply for a 401k, which they take a from your gross um, salary. They take a percentage of it. And then your employer, which is McDonald's at this point or any fast food restaurant that offers 401k, they take a percentage and then they match that percentage. So if you put twenty five dollars. That's 4% of your gross pay. They match another $25. So that's $50. And the beautiful word, pre-tax. Pre-tax. So it counts as a deductible, a deductible per se. So it's like you're having a dependent and they take out less, less taxes because you make less money. It shows that it shows less money. Yeah. So... 401k, once you turn 21, I would apply for it. Just talk to your store manager or general manager, and they'll give you a form. You fill it out, and 
they turn it in. Then they tell you, okay, we're going to start taking that money at this, this paycheck. And then it'll build up. And then once you're 21, as long as you stay there, you can grow it. Or when you decide to go on to your next career, you can roll that over to an IRA or keep it in a 401k and just roll it over to another 401k program. Yeah. I've, I've, when I've left jobs, I've been able to roll it over and it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. Cause that my, that money just gets rolled right over. There's no penalties. You just keep growing. Yeah. And it just keeps on going and going and going. Insurance, man, it's so important to have insurance. You can get eye, dental, life with any fast food restaurant. On top of that, the owner will pay a portion of it. So it could go depending on where, what position you're in. So a store manager, they paid 80% of it and you only paid 20% of it. So they would only be like $25 taken out of your check versus you have to pay the full 100% of say $500. So um, that's important. Yeah, very important. And it's so important to have insurance. Absolutely. So the other thing we want to talk about is earn skills. There's so many opportunities to earn skills through jobs like McDonald's, for example, which is, I'll just name a few customer service, people skills, discipline, management, attention to quality. I mean, even like, think about it, just attention to quality uh, inspired Leno, uh, Jay Leno, and drove him all his life to perfect the quality of the content for his shows. So that like built that foundation. And I know for for me personally, I've worked at McDonald's. That was my first job. And I can say the attention to quality, you know, our general manager at the time, he desired perfection from us. He knew that we can get better. He knew that we would come in and our work ethic showed a lot of potential. And he was like, I'm going to trust you with more. I'm going to trust you with more. I'm going to trust you with more. And he trained us to be the best that we can be at that position, but also other positions throughout the store. And that taught us, you know, that discipline, the, the, the people skills came because, I mean, people come, let's be honest, people come to McDonald's hangry. Yeah. And you deal with some, you deal with some very, uh, some very, upset customers and people that are just like man i want to eat and they're not themselves yeah and so you know it taught us to not take things personally because i mean when you're hangry you're you know you should have something around your neck that says i am not held i should not be held liable for my actions while i'm (laughs) hangry because people act different and i think we can all agree on that yeah and so customer service just overall you know just making sure that we provided quality service, quality uh, p- products, product, quality food, and value. Yeah. Cleanliness. What's what's your biggest takeaway from McDonald's? Like, what's the, what's the number one thing that you, t- that McDonald's gave you Man, I have, and you left with? I have several. Okay. <laughs> so one is the drive. They, they, they set a target and... You wanted to hit that target because everybody as a team was trying to hit it. So if one leg was broken, it would collapse the whole leg. So if mm, everybody yeah. wasn't pushing towards the same direction, yep. then we wouldn't all move. Only one part would move. That's why you see a lot of drive throughs you know, slow because not everybody's working as a team. Yeah, there's like a weak link. A weak link. And not to say that they're super weak where they're not, you know, 
somebody either called out, you're missing a person. Um, and that's where the discipline comes in. But discipline, the drive, the motivation that I got, mm. and setting targets and goals. Those two, those, those two right there, setting goals and targets were huge for me. Yeah. And then on top of that, communication skills. Oh yeah. man, there's so much that I can give you right now. <laughs> but Communication, man, understanding different people, the way they respond to different pe things. People are motivated by money. Some people are just motivated just because they're motivated. Yeah. Um, for for me, it was the first. For me, it was the first the first time that, as a for example, like a sixteen year old, I didn't really have that people skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're you're working with such a variety a diversity of people so you're working with like adults yeah you're working with your peers teens and so for me it was like learning how to actually talk to 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 strangers to to customers and and actually interact with them and get that small talk get the rapport yeah. flowing and and it gave me confidence to just kind of like be able to hold a conversation with someone who was like three times my age yeah, or more, you know? Yeah. And so it taught me that that was one of my most skills that I think underrated skills that th these type of jobs yeah. provide. Yeah. And uh, that's how you make McDonald's work for you is getting that skill. Like you were saying from whatever your weakness is, if you don't know how to, for example, sweep McDonald's will teach you how to yeah. sweep. Shame on your parents if you don't know how to sweep. <laughs> yeah. Mop. They will teach you how to mop. I remember I had to show people how to drench the... the. All you got to do is literally spin it, <laughs> put it in the thing, and, in the bucket, and push the lever, and it rinses. Yeah. People didn't know how to use it. Wow. And so that's, the, that's another thing is you train other people on how to be better. Yeah. To look for quality, for look for the value, for look for cleanliness, for the service. And that's what McDonald's teach. They have a really good training program. Um, and it's one of the best. I'm pretty sure all fast food restaurants across the board either use that system or they use their own variations of systems. But it's huge, man. Especially like, like you were saying, that manager was telling you, trying to get the most out of you. Yeah. That's how you know you're capable of doing anything and then being able to make McDonald's work for you because... You have people like that around you that that can show you how to do things. Yeah, and you know, you and I, we we didn't have the sports. We we played sports, but not organized sports. We had the ability. Uh, I was a pretty good basketball shooter. Yeah, and we're actually good, pretty good football players. But at the time, wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> at the time we wanted to make money. Yeah, like we were just like, you know what, we we want to get paid. And so we opted out. I remember we had signed up for football one summer uh, in Garfield. Oh yeah, to play football, and <laughs> we just kind of like, <laughs> nah. We, you know, we'd rather make money because we wanted to like buy our own clothes or or whatnot, and and save money and yeah. stuff like that. But I think what's what sports teaches someone like with the discipline like because sports has so so many like trust like you learn to trust other people yeah you know your teammates to rely on like them that. this was kind of like our sports to us in a, in a sense because it's where we uh gather a lot of skills outside yeah. of school yeah and like you said um like looking in people's eyes like holding conversations and having them to look in the eye 
I would never really look in people's eyes. I was always looking down, up, you know, yeah. my, my focus went straight to the eyes, especially for customers. Yeah. Because people feel more appreciated when you look at them in the eye. Yeah, absolutely. And even like to be able to, like you said, like look at them and, and just have that level of maturity. I remember when the first time a customer called me, sir. I was like, whoa, this feels <laughs> weird. Like that's the first time I think I had ever been called sir. I was behind the counter taking someone's order and and they and I think I asked them like, hey, can I help you? And they said, yes, sir. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like I just felt like I was in the military <laughs> yeah. or something. And you know, you were saying that uh it was our sports, man. Like in the last episode that we talked about, are you ready to move out? It's a great listen, man. Listen to it's one of my yeah, favorite that's, episodes. That's man. a good episode. Yeah. Um, we was like Let's just buy a house. You know, we we wanted to make money. That's why we wanted to make money. So we could mm-hmm. buy a house, buy whatever we wanted to do. Um, but then we soon realized that, yo, there's so much more that McDonald's can offer you. And I'm just talking in a broad statement. You know, Walmart can offer you a lot. You know, Target, any other brand. But we felt like McDonald's was such a good stepping stone for our next career because we learned so much different skills. Yeah. And until this day, I mean, I'm 30 years old. I was when I was 16 that I started working at McDonald's and I worked there for, I think, uh, two years, two and a half years. Till this day, there are skills that I got from McDonald's that are still applied to my life to this day. Yeah. I like showing up on time, teaches you how to show up on time, be friendly, smile, um, have fun, be excited about actually waking up and going to work. Yeah. Um, You know, the goals and the targets is such an important thing because... In life, if you don't have goals and targets, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. And you don't know when you succeed. Yeah. Like, how do you know when you succeed if you don't have a goal set? Exactly. You can make $100, but if you don't have a plan on how to make that $100, you don't know if you're successful. You just know that you got the $100. Yep. Absolutely. And now, a lot of people look at the job of McDonald's and they're like, it's a miserable job. Yeah. Like... You know, it's beneath you get, them. It's beneath them. It's it's I'm better than that. Uh, you know, you people you hear people say like that's just a job, it's not a career, you can't live off of that. Or, you know, but like I said, it's it's a stepping stone for your next career. If you look at it as McDonald's making McDonald's work for you, or mm-hmm. it's a golden land of opportunities. And you know, it's not about where you're at. This is what you need to understand. It's not about where you're at. But what you do when you are in that place, what mm-hmm. you do can either propel you to your next chapter or keep you stuck in your present situation. I mean, it's easier said than done, but anyone who has succeeded in a similar situation can tell you it's worth it to hustle yes. and go through the pain. Because honestly, when there's purpose behind suffering, the pain isn't that bad, nope. you know? And and so most people think short game, like, you know, like, this is just a job that I want to make yep. quick money and get out and I need it for now. It's my second job and this and that. But it's so beneficial to aim toward the long game. What can I get from McDonald's that will help me in the future? You know, another quote that stands out to me that I learned at McDonald's is, I will do what others won't so that tomorrow I can accomplish what others can't. Ooh, that's good. So when that's man, heavy. That's heavy. 
So when somebody said nobody nobody likes to do fries and nobody likes to do meat because it's so hot. Yeah. It requires everybody <laughs> either orders meat or fries. You know what I mean? That's true. So you're always constantly working. Yep. And so if you do what others won't, you would accomplish what others can't. Because if somebody says, no, I don't want to do it. All right, well, that's fine. You'll end up only working four hours versus working 25 hours in that week because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And if you can consistently look at, you don't know why you're doing it and just going to work just to get a paycheck, then it's going to be a miserable time. Yeah. It's going to be miserable. And there's so many people that do it, bro. Like I go to a drive through and they're just miserable. And I get it. Sometimes the days are long or something, and you know, busy. stuff like that. But yeah. you also have to make the most fun while you're there. Yeah. Like, do you remember on school nights when we used to run in the drive through? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is what my brother and I would do. Uh on school nights, we used to, you know, we there's two windows at McDonald's at the yeah. one we worked at at least. One, you take the money, you drive up to the second window, and then you grab yeah. your food. Yeah. Which, fun fact, you wouldn't believe how many people pay for it and drive off. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or and forget. forget the card. They just drive off. They hand you the card and then just drive off. And drive off. But to me, the most the most mind-bottling thing was that they would leave without their food. Yeah. Like you literally just made a donation. That's <laughs> what you did. <laughs> and so, anyways, we, uh, you want to tell them the story? Yeah. So, what we used to do is I would be, say, for example, taking money and my brother would be handing the food. So when it was slow, I'm not saying we did it when it was busy because it was a lot harder when you was busy. For sure. But say, for example, a car comes through the drive-thru. They order their food, Big Mac meal with a large Coke. I would take their money. They would pull up to the first one. I would take their money. All right, here you go, sir. Thank you. Have a good day. And I would run full speed. I would wait until the car can't see me no more. They pull up to the, to the, past the window a little sure. bit. And then I would go run as fast as I can to the first or second window grab their food and then hand it to them. And they'd be like, they'd be so confused. They'd be like, wait, 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 wait. Wasn't you the guy in the back taking my money? I was like, oh no, that's my twin. <laughs> and they're like, but, I remember one guy was like, but but you don't understand. I've never seen twins. Yeah, see, that's what he told me. He's like, I've never seen twins that look so much alike. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I hear that all the time. <laughs> and that was crazy is they would come the next day and they'd be like, where's your twin? I'm like, oh, he was, he's off. He's, he's relaxing right now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was crazy, man. Yeah. So much fun, man. And, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention is to become valuable. Yeah. And what I mean by that is to stand out, learn all you can do. So when positions open up, you'll be the best runner up. Yeah. It's simple, you know. Learn about other positions. Start yeah. asking your managers about what they do so you can kind of have a head start. I think we went over uh, over this, I think, in our Living on 25K episode about becoming valuable. Yeah. About, you know, when positions open up because that's going to help you move forward, move up. If that's your desire, if that's something you're looking, which, to be honest with you, I would recommend, even if that's not your goal, because that's something you put on your resume. Yeah. Like management is huge. If you can get into management, it doesn't matter where your your management skills are being used. You are a manager. Yeah. And that's what other companies want to see. 
a lot of times when they're hiring, when they see that, like that sticks out, that sticks out, bro. When, when companies see manager on your resume, that to them tells you that you're good at your job enough to not only get promoted, but enough to lead other people. Other people. That means that they can hire potentially a leader. Yeah. And the way you do one thing is how you do all things. So what I mean by that is, say, for example, you're doing fries again. If you do that perfectly and you stand out, they're going to be like, wow, let's see what this dude can do on the grill. Yep. They put you in the grill, put you on front counter, put you taking orders in the second window, taking money. Whatever it is, whatever position you're, you are, you should treat it just like you were treating your favorite spot. If you hate it, don't say you hate it. Just do your job, do it great as best you can, because that's just, you're going through that position. You're, you're just, you got to get trained so that if you see someone else doing something wrong, you can correct them on that. Yeah. And when you come into management, you will treat that as you would if you were doing fries. Yeah. As best as your ability. And that's how you become valuable. When you get to the management position, I promise you, it's so much easier to get to the store manager. People quit. People don't like their job and they quit. It's so much easier once you become into a management. I was a store manager for what? Six, seven years. And I treated it to the best of my ability and treated my employees as best I can. Because if you do one thing like that, you will do all things like that. And that's going forward. After McDonald's, I treated just like if I was doing fries that day. To my best of my ability. And if I'm doing something wrong, I seek for advice. Yeah. And and accept that constructive criticism. Exactly. Without wearing it on your sleeve. Yeah. There's there's something about getting out, stepping out of your comfort zone in your job, getting into a new position, learning about something else, because even as threatening or as uh scary as that position sounds, you know, you want to gain that confidence in that. Uh, position because like I said if that's the one position that you need to learn in order to be promoted then you need to face your fears and, and go for it yeah why not go for it now why not go out there and and try it out and see what it's like and learn you know bit by bit and get good at that position yeah and we used to do at McDonald's this things called SOCs this is a station observation checklist where you just check off if that person knows how to do it as a crew trainer okay and yep. I remember one time I said, I went up to, I was a crew person. I was like, hey, I want to learn this position. Can you do an SOC on me to the manager? And they were in so shock because they never had someone go up to them and say, can you do an SOC on me? Mm -hmm. They was like, wow. Okay, let me go ahead and grab it for you and do it. And that shows initiative. You got to be proactive versus reactive. And so when you're proactive, you're seeking out what you have to get better at versus Man, I made a mistake. Now I got to react to it. And that stands out to them so much. So much. That's so true. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another thing I wanted to say was, another point I wanted to make was, make your rookie mistakes here. Mm -hmm. This is where you want to make your rookie mistakes. If Enough. you're coming into the workforce for the first time, you want to make your rookie mistakes here. And, and this is what I mean. If you go... Get it out of your system. Like, for example, I wanted to bring up Rachel McAdams, the actor. Um, one busy morning, she broke the orange juice machine by pouring the orange juice back down into <laughs> it. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. 
<laughs> and so this caused nobody to be able to order orange juice that day. And, you know, McDonald's is kind of infamous for the ice cream machine being <laughs> <Yeah>. broken. And, <laughs> they make you know, memes all the time about it. Memes all the time. It's like, man, the one thing I came here for and you don't even have it available. Yeah. Um, so the customers were, were pretty upset with her. Um, and so her sister was a manager. So then she put her as a greeter. That's all she did. So she would be in the drive-thru and just say, like, I guess, welcome to McDonald's or something yeah. like that. And so that was her way of doing uh, damage control on her sister. But that's what I mean. Like, when you make mistakes, it's not as big of a deal. You know, like, if you become an accountant and you mess up on someone's taxes and you cost them thousands of dollars, that's a pretty big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. But when you get it out of your system, like, hey, look, I'm going to make mistakes because we all make mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember when uh, this one lady, <laughs> <laughs> this one lady, she uh, that used to work with us, she um, she went to go get somebody an ice cream cone, I believe it was, or a Sunday yeah. one morning. And the rule was, and this is universal pretty much at any McDonald's you work in, do not serve any type of ice cream. Of any kind before, uh, I think it was like 11 Yeah, let me explain to you them why you can't do it. Yeah, why is that? Why? So why? between 4 in the morning and 8 in the morning, the machine goes into this heat mode, which what it does is a good thing that it goes into the heat mode because it boils the milk inside the machine. And it's just to prevent bacteria growth. And anything like that, because it's just running all day, constantly just cold thing. And you're switching the milk all the time when it runs out. Mm. So what it does, it just boils it to like 110, 120 degrees and it just boils it. So So it sanitizes. Yeah. yeah, So if you try to make ice cream, it's just going to come out super hot liquid water or milk. And you're not going to be able to make ice cream like that because it's just cleaning itself, basically. Yeah. Okay. That that (laughs) makes total sense. And so she goes to make this ice cream cone let's just say it's an ice cream cone she goes to make this ice cream cone and then like it's almost like it's happening in slow motion too (laughs) like she goes to pull that lever down and it you know it's kind of it's kind of stubborn to to get it down and yeah and so i mean there's this manager he realizes and he's like no (laughs) and the customer is just there waiting and they're like what is going on and she pulls it she pulls it down because she's like, why isn't it coming down? She pulls that lever down and all this like hot, hot milk <laughs> goes all over her <laughs> in front of everyone. What's the matter I, with you? Oh man, I won't forget it because she goes, I burnt my legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, bro, but looking back on it, it's hilarious. Oh my God, yo. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm pretty sure that happens a lot in a lot of McDonald's because you you forget either you work only on second shift and you work on a morning one day, like on a Saturday, Sunday, you're 16 and you work on a Saturday morning, you pull that lever to sell an ice cream cone and that, all that hot milk comes on. Oh my oh, God, man. It's, it's the worst. And, and then I don't know if that, would that damage, like, is that why the ice cream machine is down sometimes? <laughs> nah, it would doesn't. That, no? Nah, it don't damage it, but what it does, it just makes it a mess and you got to clean it. And so when you're, when you, when you pull it down, the pressure of the hot, cause it's just building up. It's just pressure in there. So when you pull the lever down, it pushes, if you're making a Sunday, it pushes your cup down. It pushes everything uh, out. It's just dirty. But now nah, people just don't sell ice cream just 
at certain times just because it's easier not to sell an ice cream. So I'm not saying that that's the reason why people don't sell ice cream. It's just they're lazy and they don't want to sell you the ice cream. I'm pretty sure it's it's available. They just don't want to make the ice cream cone because you got to go out of your station to go do it. Gotcha. Yeah. What's the what's one of the biggest mistakes that you've made? At McDonald's? At McDonald's. Oh, man, several. A lot of times, too, is like management-wise, like you forgot to schedule three people. Oh. Or sometimes, you know, shout out to my boy Marty, <laughs> but he he would have to come help me. I remember one school night, I didn't schedule enough people. And so what a school night is between 5.30 to 7.30, you have a school come. So a bunch of kids, a bunch of their parents, a bunch of them. And I only schedule like eight people when you really need 18 people to cover <laughs> that thing. So I, I was like, yo... Yo, Marty, come help me out with this job. And he used to work at a different McDonald's. So he brought a couple of people to help me out. I called a couple of people in. He came and it was a success. But it was definitely a mistake. But you can, again, be proactive versus reactive. So it was proactive and understood what the schedule was. Then I wouldn't have to be reactive. It would save me a lot more stress. Another Absolutely. thing. Yeah. Another mistake was inventory. I put that we had 14 cases of, or let's say 20 to make it an even number, 20 cases of meat when I only really had 10 cases. And so when the profit statement comes in to the owner, they'd be like, um, something seems off. And you don't want to re reviewing numbers because you do it at late at nighttime and stuff like that. But there's been a lot of mistakes that I can think of. What about you? For me, I mean, it would be... Like handing out the wrong food. Oh yeah. Like you know, someone would would come through drive through and and it'd be like, and you'd hand them a bag, two bags, and they're like, you know, they have that confused look on their face. Like, uh, all I yeah. ordered was a cheeseburger, yeah. and you give them two bags, and yeah. they drive off because they're like, hey, this is a blessing. Yeah. And the next person comes back and you hand them a tiny bag, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> or paying out the wrong orders. Oh my God, paying out the wrong orders was the oh, worst. Oh, yes. Yo. When you charge someone like way more than what they actually. Oh, oh my. You got to do a refund, re bring them up. And then on top of that, you have to, you hand out the food because the other first person didn't notice. So imagine their orders was like 10 double cheeseburgers. Oh. Then you hand out that back. Then you got to remake the 10 double cheeseburgers, fix the problem. That happened several times. Yeah. Man. Those mistakes were so annoying too because it was like that. That messed up your flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had like this flow going and all of a sudden, bam. And then it backs up to drive through. Man. And then you just, you feel kind of dumb. And, and then the owner's in the drive through and I'm like, man, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like mistakes, you got to make these mistakes work for you so you can understand like, okay, this is just a rookie mistake. I'm not going to make this mistake again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. That's how you make it work for you is you take it all in. Um and then assess it, and then you won't make that mistake again. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking, like one in a million for celebrities. Uh, t t like, we, you know, we use celebrities, actors. Uh, but we just wanted to let you know that these people made McDonald's work for them as far as gathering, absorbing whatever McDonald's has to offer and using it for their future. And, and that's what we did. And it's yeah. not... To summarize, it's not just a job. You know, it's it's much more than that. Yeah. And that goes for, you know, for like we said, like any fast food restaurants or, or retail stores for that matter. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. 
If you want to learn more about us, follow us on Instagram at Money and Coffee, Twitter, the same at Money and Coffee and YouTube. We actually have a YouTube channel. If you want to follow us on there, search for us Money and Coffee. And we hope you guys have an awesome day. Yeah. I appreciate it for listening. Peace. Peace.